Finding a job these days can be incredibly challenging, but what if you're undergoing treatment right now? What if you're undergoing treatment for you know rehab or addiction? What about finding a job for people in those situations? Well, the provincial government is offering up some help to integrate employment services within treatment and recovery centres. What does that mean? Well, it means that they would like people undergoing treatment to be able to find jobs and integrate into the labor market. So how is this going to work? And what kind of jobs are we talking about here? Can every employer integrate people going through treatment? Well, joining us now is Sheila Malcolmson, Minister of Social Development and Poverty Reduction. Thank you very much for being here. Morning, Simi. So tell me a bit about this program. How is this going to work? Right now, we know people that take a really brave step to go into addiction treatment, once they're with, you know, in the facility and in within the care of the recovery home, they have a ton of support. And we hear from a lot of people that they kind of fall off the cliff when they leave the center. And especially the announcement we made on, on Friday, Guy Salicella just described this so powerfully. Um, you maybe have a criminal record. You um, don't, you've got a big gap in your employment. It's hard to find a job. People don't trust you. You can't rent a room. You end up in a totally the same life that you were before and everything you learned in that addiction treatment center falls away. So we are now working to build that job training and connection to that next employer while you're still in the six week or the six months uh, treatment plan. So it's not just counseling to help you get over your addiction. It's at the same time getting you the skills and lining up that work for you for, so that you have a much more seamless and supported and uh, therapeutic exit from treatment. Right. That's so it's big it, picture intention. It's not just then the person in the treatment who needs some assistance with this. Like what about employers? How much work and support will they get to make sure that they're providing the right things that this person needs? Yes, it's such a good question. You know, and the work that my ministry is doing, social development and poverty reduction, is all focused on removing barriers to people that have um, have had barriers getting into work. And that could be mental health, it could be addictions, it could be poverty, it could be homelessness. Um, so that's, you know, we're kind of challenging our work BC centres to do things in a different way. Now that there's a worker shortage, we can really focus in a more intense way on the people that might have been out of the job market for you know, years or maybe decades. So what's happening with this new pilot program that we just announced on Friday, within the confines of the treatment center, people can start to get some work experience and actually get reimbursed partly for that. So that might be um, landscaping or um, construction or farming right within the actual treatment home itself. So start to gain some experience and then have kind of a letter of recommendation on the other side. Um, but as well, some of it can be simply skills like uh, financial literacy or computer training, again, that they get within the recovery home. Um, it might be anger management. So all those things are really focused on the person. And then also having the opportunity within that time that you're you're kind of, you know, twiddling your thumbs within the addiction treatment center, you know, one person at a time, one community at a time, there's different kinds of employers, there's different kinds of jobs that are open. Um, And so we're going to learn this by doing. It hasn't happened in a funded way before. So we'll be hearing from employers about what supports they need. In some cases, what we can do through our um, social assistance um, program and work BC program is we can provide um, employers or provide the worker um, with a wage subsidy so that there's less risk for the employer 
Um, but that those pieces are all going to be so personalized, one community and, and one person at a time. And that's what we're funding now for the first time. Okay, right. So if the employer also decides, listen, I, I'm not aware, I don't know how to deal with like these kind of complex needs. I need some help with that. Will they be able to get that? Yeah, that's what we're doing already in a whole in a whole range of ways for vulnerable people that haven't have been kind of locked out of the job market. So we're pretty good at that with lots of local partners. We just haven't brought that inside addiction treatment centers before. And that's what's new about Friday's announcement. Okay, so interesting. And what about the education aspect of this too? Like, is this open to a number of different kind of professions? Well, you know, again, like what jobs are in what community is going to make a difference. We and what we announced Friday is our, our funding for existing addiction treatment beds in Prince Rupert, Vernon, Nanaimo, Kamloops. Uh, yeah, five five places. So you know, depending what the job market is there, then. Um, then you know, the training and the support that they need. Um, but in some cases, the the kind of what's been a barrier both to work and also a, a problem that has maybe got the person into addiction, um, you know, we have seen some commonalities like anger management, um, like just um, not being able to deal with stress very well and so turning to substances instead. And so within the context of the addiction treatment, we can put the very directed counseling that will um, help the individual with that anger management and stress management, um, distress tolerance, interpersonal communications. That's going to help them out of addiction, but it's also going to make them a better employee and uh, do better in that first job interview, um, do better um, moving towards their first know their first weeks and months of work and then hopefully be able to lock them in as a as a long-time employee and what we hear from people in addiction is that they really need you know to have their time filled they need to have meaningful work they need to have success um, and uh, and that can maybe be the very best way for some people to lock in what they learned in addiction treatment and have it last right can you see this expanding beyond this like is this just a, a initial look at this is this a pilot project this is a pilot project we're doing with Canadian Mental Health Association, BC, and they've innovated in so many ways. And they've got really strong chapters in so many um, communities in the province. And that's why uh, CMHA chose these five communities, just because they've got such a strong track record already. I also want to say that we know that a number of the addiction treatment centers have been doing this in a bit of an ad hoc way. Uh, but, so that was kind of recognized as if we properly support this, if we fund it more directly and say, you know, if you are getting this funding from us, we don't want you only to be doing the counseling, addiction counseling and getting the person um, out of their substance use problem. But we also want to fund specifically and track the outcomes uh, for adding the job training into the treatment plans. And so certainly we've got a lot of optimism about if we fund this properly and track it. Um, that it should be scalable. Um, and it's certainly at a time of worker shortage. We can't afford to have people sitting on the sidelines who want to be working. And then from a therapeutic point of view, we understand increasingly that meaningful work can be a real uh, protector against falling back into addiction and going through that cycle of, uh, of recovery and then mm-hmm. kind of going back into substance abuse. So we've got a lot of optimism about this. We're going to fund it, test it, uh, kick the tires um, and uh, and evolve 
evolve the program and what we learn. So is there an opportunity then, okay, for employers out there or or managers listening to this and they thought, you know, this is something that I I would like to get involved in. Is there an opportunity for that? You know, I would say that there absolutely is. Um, We're really thankful to employers that step up in in this particular area. It's such important work. What I would say is get connected with your WorkBC centres, which are also funded through my ministry. Um, they are working with vulnerable people or people that have had maybe language barriers. It may be a history of homelessness. It may be women fleeing uh, domestic violence. Uh, so that's your very best entry point. And we're working in different ways with the work BC centers at a time of worker shortage. Um, and in these five communities at a smaller scale, employers can be sure that their local chapter of Canadian Mental Health Association will be reaching out and advertising better what the opportunities are. So right now, more than anything, we want people to know if they're struggling with addiction, and especially if they've gone through a treatment program before and it just hasn't held, we want them to know that we really hope that they will come forward, uh, go through treatment again, and know that there may be some different outcomes because we'll have uh, different and better supports for them this time through. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time on that. I really appreciate the conversation. Thanks, Simi. That is Sheila Malcolmson, who's the Minister of Social Development and Poverty Reduction, talking about this new program. It is a pilot project, uh, but you know, it's it's a good idea. It's they've announced about $5 million uh, with the Canadian Mental Health Association's BC Division to try to help people who are currently undergoing treatment at bed-based recovery centres by helping them also find jobs, giving them enhanced employment services, uh, skills training, job search assistance, job maintenance support so that they're not just leaving kind of treatment to nothing, that they're going to find that they're leaving treatment with a job, uh, which, you know, I think could go a long ways for a lot of people. If you want to weigh in, simi at cknw.com.